deportito. Why you always coming here to sell burritos? Blowing leaves, making noise on the street. Selling flowers on the side of Highway 3. Deportito. You always come to LA without permito. Fly over the fence with all umbrella rito. Swimming here with water wings on your feet. Oh, why you always come to America with no visa? From Cabo to find yourself a jabo. Your English is no hablo, and all you wear is sanclo. Everyone you meet is thinking that you have a bam bam, but you are the kind of brown guy that park on the land land. When they come arrest and separate you from your challenge, then they go amigo, make you do me a solid. I guess if you get my brand new Toro Mora started, maybe you could take it for me back to Target. I need couple things go, buy me a new Sprinkles, apples and a dingo, make up is on my keysos, then stop at my creep car. Have a problem with bugs? If you could. Terminate them all, I pay you six bucks My cinco es lico, patch it for me rico Cover it with panto, paint the color negro Then pick me a pizza, put away my pizza Help me post a video, he made up on a tic-tac on a Deportito Sitting on the porch in front of your casito Selling brick swag to the dumbass gringo Measuring weed in meters and litros Deportito Soon you're gonna only eat stale Dorito No more good flavor Hot Americito Now you're gonna know the true cost of Fritos Oh, all you ever did was clean the swimming pool with Clorino The government came with handcuffs They said you're coming with me, Barito Let go, I'm Ringo Now you're in a cage sending email to Jeffy Bezos Can you wait for shipping fees? I'm ordering from Maria Quantino we only just trying to stop the spread of measles We thought we better lock you up after you sneezo Better pray to die and save your baby Jesus Bailamos, bajita gordito Vela grande pito, por 95 Comes with a big gringo, get it with beefo Carne al dacito, let me get a piece bro No man, I don't think so T-Belly's awesome, it's the best place for Mexican food But people working there are not from Mexico Pretty sure it's all black people. Deportito. Que. Today. Will be an episode with a lesson. A lesson in coping and saving. Joe Biden, in his famous 50 executive orders he signed within 20 minutes of walking into that Oval Office of uh, our daycare center, we should call it at this point, probably, right? Right? I mean, it's fair. It's a fucking daycare. That's where the White House is. You have, uh, you got all these staffers, White House employees that have been there for, for a couple decades quitting. You have people who are on the Biden team or the Kamala team quitting. They're all citing interactions with Joe Biden as the reason 
or arguments between Joe Biden and Kamala or their staffers versus their staffers. They're all quitting. They're all saying Joe Biden is incontinent and shitting himself all over the fucking White House. Then we have fucking Joe Biden in a goddamn soundstage doing a bunch of different events on a soundstage. Weird. Still, we don't. We have no context of what the fuck that was. It's like four months later. They've used the soundstage multiple times since then, and we just no context to it whatsoever. But, but in the on on the with the ongoing interest that the show has with just bashing the state and the cathedral of the gov- of the democracy we live in, we have three delightful articles to get into. And we'll get to go see, get to see this uh, coping and seething, as I said earlier. First, we'll go to Vo- Vox. Biden's bewildering decision to expand a Trump-era immigration policy. And then we'll move on to the WAPO. U.S. and Mexico reach a deal to restart Trump-era Remain in Mexico program along the border. And we'll end on CNN for a bit of a victory lap with the Remain in Mexico program restarts feeling frustrations among immigration advocates. With that being said, welcome to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and today, let's just get right into it. We head over now to Vox. Biden's bewildering decision to expand a Trump-era immigration policy. The Biden administration says it's still committed to ending Remain in Mexico. Oh, are you? Fascinating you to say that. Considering that the last two and a half months, you've been hinting at the possibility of going back to reinstating the Remain in Mexico policy. In fact, people from your administration, including Jan Psaki who, when I see her, I could use a nice uh, cup of sake. She said the only thing holding up the deal was negotiations with Mexico about reinstating it. And we wouldn't have to be having these renegotiations if you didn't, you know, get rid of them in Mexico policy along with 50 other Trump edicts and 50 famous executive orders you signed on your first day in office. You pamper-filling prick. And we have those who are showing up. Those, and by the way, remember those illegal immigrants that showed up? Maybe I'm making the thumbnail of the episode today. And they had those Biden, please let us in t-shirts. Am I only remembers those those people? They just showed up and it was like it was like hundreds of people, men, women, children. They all had these t-shirts on that said Biden, please let us in. Like someone paid to have those shirts made. I want to know who. Like I deep dived. I didn't find shit. I even posted my deep dive, digging through all sorts of different back pages for that shit. And didn't find a damn thing. No archive sites could explain it. Nothing. But, uh... No. You were committed to ending the remaining Mexico policy for your campaign. And then when you got rid of it, everything went to shit. And people are still debating whether or not it all went to shit by design or not. Because people think... Well, here's why, right? The reason people think that the Biden administration was letting legal immigrants from Mexico come in illegally is specifically them because we were stopping Cubans. Cubans are trying to come over here. We were stopping Cubans. Cubans come here. Even the illegal immigrants from Cuba vote Republican. But illegal immigrants from Mexico, however, they always vote Democrat. 
And the Democrats have been caught on record saying shit like, uh, uh, illegal immigrants are one of the easiest voter bases to maintain. Because what you do is you keep them, uh, you keep them dependent on the government for a little while and you ignore that they exist. And a lot of them, they don't vote in the elections, right? This is how they vote. They fill out census. And when the census comes back and says, oh, this area got a huge sudden boom of population. Let's say it's just thousands of illegal immigrants, for example. Then they get extra chairs in Senate. They, they, they get seats, as it's called. And that's how they vote. Because that seat will go R or D. And usually in areas where they get a seat through illegal immigration, they go D. They always go D. Like a white chick at an NBA after party. The D. Moving on. So, the idea was they were letting illegal immigrants from Mexico specifically come in here to essentially farm democratic votes and democratic voters. Because once they make them citizens, these voters feel like they, they, they owe a debt of gratitude to the democratic politicians. Who were like, oh yeah, yeah, here's your, you know, after having you suffer and be a serf for 15 years, here's your, here's your fucking legal immigration status. And I'm like, ah, see, si. thank you, senor. I am forever in your debt, senor. I'll vote away this country one ballot at a fucking time for the rest of eternity until I die. Well, let's get into this article. I've hemmed and hawed a plenty. President Joe Biden says he wants to end the remaining Mexico policy, a Trump-era program that has forced tens of thousands of migrants to await decisions on their immigration cases in Mexico for months. In a seemingly contradictory move, oh yeah, because this is the first one, right? Biden is first reinstating and expanding it. Hmm. The program's return was ordered by the courts. The policy expansion, however, was a choice made by the Biden administration itself. On Thursday, the U.S. reached an agreement with the Mexican government to retrieve the mig- to re- sorry to revive the Migration Protection Protocols, the MPP, also known as Remain in Mexico policy. Under Trump, the policy allowed 70,000 migrants seeking secret. Re- seeking entry into the U.S. to be sent to Mexico to the Mexico border towns where many lived in squalid encampments or in overcrowded shelters and were targeted by criminal gangs. Yes, Vox. Yes. uh, So about that. A lot of these pictures that came out where they were showing migrants sleeping in, in like trash bags and on the ground and mud and, and expose the elements and these in, in these little cages those are from the Obama administration every one of them all these pictures they showed of these these squalid camps all over these border cities where these immigrants were so harshly thrown and, and denied entry into this nightmare coat we live in. Hmm. Yeah, they were all from the from the from the oh Biden man. I don't, I've been listening to too much Biden lately. From the Obama. It, it, it's weird to think how 
long ago the Obama administration was. It almost seems like an entire... It almost seems like it didn't happen in a weird way. That's just me. But these pictures surfaced, and they said, oh... You know, these are these. This is the inhumane treatment we can expect from the Trump administration going forward. Children sleeping in mud and, and babies being left out in the hot sun. Nope, nope. Those were all from uh, from actual human detention facilities in the U.S. under Obama that were used to show uh, squalid campsites under Trump, which you know just. All the bad of the Obama years were put on Trump, but all the good shit of the Trump years is, is what Biden's seen credit for. Hmm. Okay, let's get right back into the article. Biden halted MPP shortly after taking office, the day after taking office. Fulfilling a campaign promise, actually, no, like the evening of taking office. But his administration has argued that it has no choice but to reinstate the program starting on Monday. A federal court in Texas ordered the administration to continue forcing migrants to to wait in Mexico until it expands its capacity to detain migrants in U.S. in the U.S. The ruling came as part of a lawsuit brought by Texas and Missouri. The Supreme Court has refused to block that lower court ruling. The Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, nevertheless, has maintained that the administration is committed to ending the program eventually. Just eventually. Not like immediately or anything. This thing that we see as a grave violation of human rights will eventually end it you know and let's face it the very first big fuck up of the Biden administration was that border wall right he stopped the construction of the border wall that was thousands and thousands of Americans suddenly out of job out of jobs Uh, we had already bought all the supplies we needed to finish the construction of the fence or the great wall big wall the biggest of wallies to walls we had everything there to finish it now that shit's all rusting billions of 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 metal rebar and concrete bought with our tax dime for something that should actually be used for keeping the borders of this country safe secure and you know keeping illegals out and by the way the people who would be sent to these campsites or whatever the fuck you want to call them by the way yes they remain in mexico the country they were born and raised in. By the way, it's not just Mexican immigrants who got stuck with that Vermin Mexico policy, right? Hondurans, Haitians, all the other people who come through the border illegally got thrown over there. And within, it was like, what, like a six month period? I don't have what I'm talking about, but it was like a five to six month top period. And what would happen is they would go through a background, they would go through all the information they can get on you and be like, oh, yeah. Yep, your, your process is approved. You pass the background check. Welcome to the U.S. And there was also people who got kicked out 
who had the ability to illegal immigrants who were deported but were offered the olive branch to apply to have like expedited status with if you know they're like oh i had you know in the time i've been here i did this that and the other thing you know i donated to the community i did all this other shit and you're looking back because i came here and became an asset to the community and then you have you know the dreamer people and this is a policy that this is an old thing that this doesn't matter anymore right but it's coming up again in the public discourse around illegal immigration and green card and all that other horseshit when it comes to immigration is the dreamers daca uh basically what it was is oh the illegal immigration is so bad here instead of of spending all the money to deport people we're just going to grant a blanket immunity to people who are here illegally a one-time thing it's going to happen again give this administration enough time i mean i guarantee you it will happen again and a lot of criminals were granted you know actual citizenship because of that now but as i was saying the biden administration's first big public fuck up right the first big bit of bad pr was the border people were pouring in from it thousands and thousands of times to the point where now what, it's like 3 million people have estimated to come through the border illegally and they're people from all over the world it's not just Mexicans coming through the border it's people all over the fucking place we talk about how human traffickers were mocking uh, the border patrols while they were like throwing babies into water ducks because they knew the American, sol- the American border guards would have to go in and get them and then you had the people who were using reins to control the horses, who were accused of using nooses and whips on, on, on illegal immigrants. Which, by the way, if you're an illegal immigrant, I don't care if you get whipped. I don't care if you get shot. You're breaking the law coming to this country. And if you get shot breaking the law entering this country illegally, I don't give a fuck. I hate to be so cold about it, but you're sort of... You know, it's sort of a, a risk that you're willing to take kind of situation. It's not like people ran across that border not knowing what was going to fucking happen. What? Did it, well, with this administration, they probably did think they were going to get milkshakes and cookies and a fucking tuck in a goodnight story. But, no. Most people, when they come through the border, they expect to get stopped or possibly killed. Coming through illegally, you expect certain things to happen. And when they happen, it's not like it was a, a risk that, oh, no, I had no reason to think you'd stop me or shoot at me. Oh, bother. No, 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 no. Well, let's wrap this article up. Quote, MPP has endemic flaws, imposed imposed unjustifiable human costs, pulled resources and personnel away from other priority f- efforts, and did not address the roots cause of irregular migration. He wrote in an October memo, quote, MPP not only undercuts the administration's ability to implement critical, critically needed and foundational changes to the immigration system, it fails to provide the fair process and humanitarian protections that individuals deserve under the law. The laws of this country only apply to people who are citizens of this country, which means they are here legally. Meaning there is no law protecting these people. Fuck you and your verbiage. 
But by re-implementing the program in the meantime, with relatively few changes, the Biden administration has disappointed some Democrats and migrant advocates and even asylum officers tasked with screening people subject to the program. They have argued that the program is itself illegal and shirks the U.S. obligation under federal and international law not to return migrants to danger. These laws don't exist. They've never existed. These are not real things that they're referring to here. The policies have always been what they are. You can seek... You can seek... Um... protection status you can seek asylum status you can request these things at embassies which are all over the fucking world we have an embassy in almost every country you have to get to the embassy and if you're willing to get to the to the Mexican border you can get to a fucking embassy and you can apply to have protected asylum status I'm fleeing X danger for Y reason, and I'll be killed if I don't get out of here. And then the American officials take on an entirely different process of approving you. For example, look at Julian Assange. Everywhere he's lived, he's moved into these countries under asylum. Because he's a, a, a political hostage, essentially. So no, we, if you're not going through the proper channels, we have no legal means and there is no obligation to protect or keep these people safe. Immigration advocates are also angered by the fact that Biden isn't just reinstating MPP, he's broadening its scale. Of course. Absolutely. I mean... The border crisis is so fucking bad, and we found out recently, recently being like two months ago, right, that it was actually Joe Biden's idea to make Kamala Harris the border czar and give no further directions on how the situation would be handled. Effectively, what that translates to is it was Joe Biden's decision to throw Kamala Harris under the bus. Numerous staffers have come out and said those two hate each other. And they fight all the fucking time. So Joe Biden and Jill are just throwing this bitch heels up Kamala under the bus. They put her in charge of the border with no guidelines on how to handle the thing. They'll handle it however you see fit. So she danced around, discarded, went to El Paso, like 80 miles away from the border crisis actually was happening. And... Everyone mocked her for it. It was what kicked off her, like, public embarrassment. That and laughing at every uncomfortable question she was ever asked. Right? At the same time, they're telling us, the American citizens, we need to stay home, we need to lock down, we need to get vaccinated. And then when the vaccine mandate first came out, and the vaccine mandate, air quotes all around that shit, the people who were exempt from it were illegal immigrants. And there was specific context and text in this thing saying... That if they're an illegal immigrant, they do not need to be subjected to a vaccine or COVID test. And not to mention the millions who came through that border illegally who never got subjected to it, never had 
to be subjected to it and are outright exempt to it. Also, politicians were exempt from the COVID uh, vaccine mandate. But us, the American citizens, we have less freedoms in many regards than people who illegally enter this country with no legal protection. Excuse me for one second. MPP, he's broadening its scale. Now all other citizens of of countries in the Western Hemisphere can be sent back under the program, which previously only covered Spanish speakers. Well, I mean, you got people who come through the Mexican border. Hold up. You got people who come through the Mexican border from, like, Belize, and Belize is an English-speaking country. No. The Rain Mexico policy applied to all these illegal immigrants who entered through the Mexican-American border. It wasn't just Spanish speakers. No. People who spoke Haitian, English, Mexican, or Mexican, Spanish, Asian. Whatever language you spoke, if you entered through the border illegally from the from the southern border at Mexico and America, you were subject to the Remain in Mexico policy. It didn't just apply to Spanish speakers. The administration isn't doing so because the court ordered it to. It wasn't part of the court's instructions, and it hasn't explained why it's expanding the program, and did not respond to requests for comments on Friday. That leaves room for doubt about its commitment to ensuring the safety of migrants who suffer from keeping MPP in place. This, the only people who suffer here and are subject to the Remain in Mexico policy are illegal immigrants. They have no rights. They have no rights. When you say immigrant, you leave out the illegal part of that. Quote, We categorically reject the Biden administration's claims that it can administer the Remain in Mexico uh, the Remain in Mexico policy in a more humane manner. George Lorry, policy director at American Immigration Council, said in a statement, quote, the longer the administration delays terminating this unlawful, cruel policy, the more people will suffer. Yes. Cruel and inhumane. The Remain in Mexico policy, which was voted in through a diplomatic, democratic process. Fuck off. And, by the way, again, the Mexican government, Mexico government, on board with it. When Trump and them made the deal, they were all for it. They are like, this is a great deal. We love it. And now we have a weak negotiator, Sleepy Joe, who probably couldn't make a deal for... He probably couldn't make a deal to sell bird feed to ducks. Without getting hosed. Is the one doing the renegotiations. Right. The dangers associated with sending migrants back to Mexico are well documented. As of February 2021, a report by the Human Rights First identified more... Than, a, than 1,500 murders, kidnappings, rapes, and tortures, and other attacks on migrants returned to Mexico under the MPP. And a survey of 20,000 asylum seekers trapped in the U.S.-Mexico border conducted by legal aid group Al Atro Lador, Lado? I don't speak Spanish, found that 83% 
had been subject to threats of or physical violence, including 89% of LGBTQ asylum seekers. Yeah, well, they're all mentally ill to begin with, so they're probably being gang-stalked by shadow people. James, you can't just call people who are LGBTQ mentally ill. Well, they're mentally ill. Do it again. Despite that, and despite having permission from the lower courts to do things differently, Biden isn't changing much about the way the MPP has been run. And his administration's policy still leaves determinations about exemptions to the discretion of individual border agents. You mean the people the government has entrusted to handle the border and should have always been allowed to handle the border are the ones calling the shots at the border now? I weird. The administration says it will complete all cases in the program within six months of the migrants return to Mexico. So again, like I said, the, the past the original date was like five to six months top. So you're right right back at where it used to be. So we're we're going right back to the old policy was a bit of a broader net for getting people out of this country. The Trump administration promised to clear cases in the same time frame, duh, but largely failed to meet it in practice due to a lack of prioritization and backlogs in the in the immigration courts. <sighs> Limitations the Biden administration still faces. No, the biggest problem we have was a lot of we had a lot of left lawmakers who were purposely holding up these clearance programs because they were good photo ops. Like, you had Kamala Harris, AOC, all these people going to these campsites, as you as they want to call them. These, these border cities is really what they are. And they would just stand there with this sad look, looking all, all hurt and angry. It was great for photo ops, so they purposely denied these people. Then they would go interview and be like, how does it feel to be denied under the Trump administration? Not saying by Trump or his administration, just under this current ruling administration. How does it feel to be denied entry? And they'd be like, it feels bad, senora. It hurt. It hurt a lot. Uh, Biden has also outlined exemptions to, to the program similar to those the Trump administration used, including for people of, with disabilities and the elderly. Given that border agents will be tasked with identifying those people, some may fall through the cracks. But I was trying funny is people were like, the main issue with the Trump remaining rectal policy is there's no exemptions. And now, now Vox, right? One of the same left news outlets that would say that it's a cruel and inhumane policy with no exemptions is forced to admit, yeah, Trump did have exemptions for elderly and the disabled people. Who knows, maybe the LGBTQ people did get through because they had mental illnesses. Those count as a disability, right? See? Uh, and now it's good to have mental disabilities. Shit. Hey, if you tell, I heard if you tell the IRS in your tax returns that you're a part of ISIS, they'll give you a Toyota, a bunch of trucks, and a bunch of guns, and military-grade equipment, and a couple billion dollars in your tax return. There's a random food for thought there. The U.S. has said... It will also work with the Mexican government to provide, quote, safe and secure shelters for those enrolled in the program. End quote. However, shelter directors along the border say they're already overwhelmed. And local officials in Mexico have yet to be approached by the Biden administration about funding to expand capacity. The two countries have also promised to provide safe transport from the U.S. ports of entry. 
and work permits, healthcare, and other services in Mexico. No! Why should we allocate tax funds to pay for people and their well-being if they're not even citizens yet? Or even been approved for citizens yet? Who knows? We could be paying for the healthcare and then it turns out they're like a violent rapist or wife beater and we've been paying for their healthcare for, for fucking eight months. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that stupid shit. Ugh. And you wanna know why it's overwhelmed? It's overwhelmed because with the border being as bad as it was, being advertised to the world stage, how easy it was to get in this country, people from all over the world tried to get in through the southern border. So these cities are now flooded with people from all over the world trying to get in. That's very little, if anything, to actually do with any particular... Long story short, it's exclusively just because this administration advertises the whole world that we have no fucking border and the emperor has no goddamn clothes. Well, let's get back to this article. Perhaps most importantly... What's going on? Okay, we're back. Traps, most importantly, border agents now proactively interview migrants to determine whether they have a reasonable possibility of facing danger in Mexico before returning them under the program. It will be up to those agents to refer migrants who express any fear of harm if returned to Mexico to an asylum officer for further screening. That's, again, another part of the original Trump Immigration, remain in Mexico policy. And, uh, yeah, people lie a lot. Migrants will be able to consult a lawyer before those interviews, though few benefit from that part of the deal. Previously, only about 18% of people subject to MPP who show up for their hearings were able to pay for a lawyer or had access to free legal counsel. <gasps> According to the Transactional Record Access Clearinghouse at Securance University, or Syracuse University, my apology, which collects and analyzes data on the U.S. immigration courts. Well, a lot of people don't show up because they don't really have a threat they're running from. They just see greener pastures here than where they're coming from. But even with those changes... The administration's own asylum officers say there is no way to ensure migrant safety under the irredeemably flawed program. Quote, while the administration has taken measures intended to mitigate some of the most in egregious elements of MPP's prior iteration, a program that requires asylum seekers to remain in one of the most dangerous parts of the world while their cases are pending in the U.S. Immigration courts cannot guarantee their protection from prosecution and torture as required by U.S. law. The Union for Asylum, Asylum Officers tasked with screening people subject MPP wrote in a letter on Thursday. Yes, and with this administration, all these, all these agencies have been uh, polluted by these woke, easily offended, snowflakey fucking millennials and very progressive 
liberal like liberal elite politicians. So first they're like, oh yeah, anything Trump related is evil. Biden's doing it. Well, now that's also evil. I just like that they're gonna have to start eating each other again. The Biden administration argued that his hands are tied by the courts when it comes to the MPP. Immigrant advocates, however, say that the administration should have acted more quickly to build its cases against the program and that it is under no legal obligation to expand it. The Biden administration first issued a memo terminating MPP in June. The Texas court found that memo didn't provide sufficient justification for the decision on August 13th. Still, it wasn't until October 29th that Mayorkas finally issued another memo elaborating on the administration's reasoning in a manner that might have boosted its case had it been released in July. Karen Tulin, Tumin, Tumulin, Karen Tumlin, an immigration litigator and director and founder of Justice Action Center. Doesn't sound SJW at all, right? The Justice Action Center for justice. Sounds like some, uh, it sounds like some knockoff Justice League, doesn't it? He's got like, like, like Upper Man and, and Owl Man, and they all work for the Justice Action Center. They're, they're, they're the Justice Pals. Said the Biden administration bears no responsibility for for dragging their feet on issues. The second memo. Sorry. Said the Biden administration bears responsibility for dragging their feet on issuing the second memo. What she says is, quote, the thing that was most likely to ultimately end the court order. That delay is what caused the situation we are in today, she said. There is also nothing the courts, nothing in the court's orders that suggests the Biden administration had to expand the MPP. With exceptions, with exceptions to Brazilians and non-Spanish speakers were not previously subjected to the program. It was because they would have difficulty finding work in Mexico because they don't speak Spanish. It's because they, they speak other languages that aren't fucking Spanish, including predominantly English with a funky accent. That's why they would have a hard time finding work in Mexico. Ah, have no realistic means of sustaining themselves while pursuing their asylum claims in the U.S., now, all citizens of Western Hemisphere countries are subject to MPP unless they qualify for an exemption. That includes Haitians who have faced racial discriminations. That's because Haitian blacks are different than other blacks. Right. Discrimination and been targets of violent crimes in Mexico. And not just as the not just at the hands of gangs. According to the Al Atro Lado survey, 20% of Haitian asylum seekers have been subject to physical violence or extortion by Mexican law enforcement. I never said Mexico was a good place to be. The Biden administration noted in its plans for implementation that the Mexican government may narrow the categories of migrants subject to MPP or limit the number of non-Spanish speakers in the program going forward. As it stands, however, the program could cover more migrants than it ever did under Trump. 
quote, the Biden administration was not ordered by the courts to expand the remaining Mexico policy to new populations. Yuresa Odessa, cool name, senior policy advisor for migrant rights and justice and beyond good faith compliance. Jesus. At the Women's Refugee Commission said in a press call, quote, they're going above and beyond good faith compliance that requires them by the court to make this policy more cruel and deadly. Uh, that was a painful article to get through, but we got through it. Moving on to the next article. We now go to the Washington Post. U.S. and Mexico reach deal to restart Trump-era remaining Mexico program along border. <clears throat> article by Nick Mirnoff. And Kevin Seif. Oh, wait, did I not credit the author of the last one? Nicole Naria wrote the previous article we read. Just realized, like, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> From December 2nd. The Biden administration has reached a deal with the Mexican government to restart the Trump era Remain in Mexico program that requires asylum seekers to wait outside the U.S. territory while their claims are processed. UX, the U.S., UX, the U.S., and Mexican officials said Thursday. Implementation of the program, formerly known as the Migrant Protection Protocols, MPP, will begin Monday at one border location and quickly expand to seven cities. U.S. officials said in a separate court filing, a federal judge in Texas ordered the Biden administration in August to negotiate the reinstatement of the MPP with Mexican authorities. Quote, Mexico has demanded a number of humanitarian improvements as conditions of agreeing to accept enrollees. Said one U.S. official, including, including guarantees that asylum seekers will have access to legal counsel and that their humanitarian claims will be processed within six months. You'll remember that that was already a previous agreement with the original Remain Mexico policy. Quote, These improvements we agree with. These are improvements we agree with, said the official who briefed reporters on the condition of anonymity, anonymity, sorry, under a rule set by the Department of Homeland Security, Mexico's foreign minister said in a statement that it would allow asylum seekers processed under MPP to remain on Mexican soil for, quote, humanitarian reasons and on a temporary basis, end quote. The return of the MPP is awkward for the Biden administration. Oh yes, I'm sure awkwardness is something they're completely unaware of and uh, unfamiliar with at this point which is still formally preparing to end the program even as it brings it back under court order. Quote, Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro N. Mayorkas has reportedly stated that the MPP has endemic flaws imposed unjustifiable human costs, pulled resources and personnel away from priority efforts, and failed to address the, roots, the root causes of irregular immigration. 
end quote, the Department of Homeland Security said in a statement. The Trump administration used the MPP program to return more than 60 asylum seekers across the border to Mexico, where they were often preyed upon by criminal gangs, extortionists, and kidnappers. President Biden denounced the MPP as inhumane and quickly ended it after taking office, but Republican officials in Texas and Missouri sued the administration. Again, it's going to be, it's going to sound cold, it's going to sound crass. When people take the steps to start coming to this country illegally, those are steps they take knowing the detriment to their health and well-being should things not go smoothly, be it kidnapping or whatever. They also have people like coyotes. And you remember when, when Trump said, oh, they have coyote roving gangs of coyotes that get paid to get people over the border, and oftentimes they just kill these people. Well. <clears throat> Sorry. Give me one second. Getting a stickle in the back of my throat. Anyway, and you know, Trump called out these uh, roving gangs of coyotes. People attacked him, saying, "Oh, he thinks coyotes are carrying babies over the border." Ha ha ha! No, coyotes are what the gang call themselves. And with the remaining Mexico policy, a lot of these gangs weren't seeing as much business or clientele as they used to, trying to get people over the border. Why? Because they knew. It wasn't worth the cost. You'd pay a bunch of money to get these people to get a loved one over the border. And there's a good chance they would just abandon them somewhere along the way. Or alternatively, once they get here, it's very unlikely that they would successfully get anybody into this country illegally. So it robbed violent gangs of human traffickers like the Coyotes of a lot of profit. U.S. District Judge Matthew Kusick. A Trump appointee ordered the Biden administration in August 3 of the MPP faulting the White House for ending it without fully considering the consequences while acknowledging it could return only with Mexico's consent. The Biden administration appealed, but the Supreme Court upheld the decision, leaving the U.S. officials to hammer out an agreement with Mexico. Under the terms of the new accord, the Biden administration will offer coronavirus vaccine doses to asylum seekers placed in the MPP program. The U.S. officials said adults will be offered the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and eligible minors will be able to receive the two-dose Pfizer uh, uh, regiment. The shots would not be mandatory. There you go. And they will be provided to migrants in U.S. Border Patrol stations by an independent contractor, the officials said. U.S. officials also told the court Mexico will ensure MPP enrollees are provided temporary legal status and work permits. And will have access to shelters and safe transportation to and from the border to attend court hearings. The Justice Department has assigned 22 immigration judges to oversee the MPP restart and ensure claims that claims are processed rapidly to comply with the 180-day timeline. Six months. 
officials said Biden officials officials said Biden officials said they so the group officials said that a group officials say they have added other safeguards to the MPP to exempt the most vulnerable migrants and query asylum seekers to find out if there's a possibility they could face prosecution or torture in Mexico. Officials in the United States are planning to initially use the MPP program primarily for single adults, <coughs> migrants who account for a majority of legal border crossings, according to one official. Mexico is willing to accept asylum seekers from Spanish-speaking countries as with the, pre- with the previous versions of the program, but migrants from, quote, all Western Hemisphere nations will be eligible for return, one administration official said. The Biden administration will continue to use Title 42 public health law, which allows U.S. authorities to rapidly expel most border crossers as its primary border management tool. In recent weeks, the administration has increased the percentage of migrants returned to Mexico or sent home on, quote, exclusion flights under Title 42, which generally does not afford asylum seekers a chance to apply for U.S. humanitarian protections. Yes, all this after they were caught illegally trafficking people into states like Tennessee overnight. Remember that article? The governor and a bunch of uh, mayors all across Tennessee were coming up and and prosecuting and charging and, and getting all that kinds of attention to the Biden administration for flying in planes full of illegal immigrants to like rendezvous points at like these small little tiny airports all over that state. Thousands and thousands of legal immigrants just dumped into that state and the plane did it a couple times and it happened in like seven states across this country. Yeah, now they're like, oh, well, we can't we can't traffic them in here. Better traffic them out of here, I guess. It's a distortion, man. The Benny Hill music applies to everything that's happening. The U.S. officials said the restart of the MPP would probably begin with a small number of returnees and ramp up. But two countries were still ironing out other operational details. Temporary, quote, ten court, tent courts. In Texas cities of Brownsville and Luardo have been under construction, but many have not. Many, wait, hold on. Under, under construction, but may not be fully ready to begin holding hearings next week, one official said. Not sure what happened there. Weird. The officials did not identify the border city where the MPP will recommence Monday, but will soon expand to Brownsville and Luardo, Eagle Pass, and El Paso in Texas, Nogales, Ares, and Calexco, and San Diego in California. Court hearings will be held in Brownsville, Luardo, El Paso, and San Diego, the administration said. The program was first implemented under Trump under the Trump administration. The Mexico did Mexico did little to assist or protect tens of thousands of migrants who waited for their asylum claims to be processed. Many of them lived in tent camps, shelters, or recent apartments in some of the country's most dangerous cities. Human Rights First, a New York-based nonprofit organization, recorded at least. 1,544 violent attacks against migrants returned to Mexico under the program. Again, not America's problem. 
On Thursday, the U.S. Refugee Agency, UNHCR, commended the decision to implement the policy. Quote, UNHCR has from the start expressed its serious concerns about the MPP and its impact on asylum seekers, safety, and their due process rights. The announced adjustments to the policy are not sufficient to address these fundamental concerns. Matthew Reynolds, UNHCR representative for the United States and the Caribbean, said in a statement. UNHCR said it would not participate in the implementation of the MPP, but the Internal Organization for Migrants, the IOM, which is also part of the United Nations, said it will provide assistance. Oh boy, the UN. Quote, IOM believes its interventions can make a difference with regards to the protection of those people affected by the MPP program. In area, isn't the Migrant Protection Program program, isn't saying the MPP program a little redundant? In areas such as child protection, risk mitigation, response, and prevention of gender-based violence, counter-trafficking alternatives to detention, mental health, and psychological support. Oh, fuck off. Said Alberto Cabenez, an IMO spokesman in Mexico. Cabenez added that IMO, quote, urges the authorities in the U.S. to terminate it as soon as possible and definitively fuck off. It appears that one U.S. uh, concession that swayed Mexico was Wednesday's announcement of a joint U.S.-Mexico deployment program or development program in Central America called Simbardio Operandadas, or Planting Opportunities, a, var- a variation on a pitch that Mexico's president had been making unsuccessfully to Washington for years. The program According to the U.S. Agency for International Development, aims to address the root causes of migration of migration through illegal migration. I like to stress through increasing employment opportunities and prompting good governance. Such efforts show little evidence of deterring migration in the short term. Thousands of migrants expelled from the U.S. state from the United States under Title 44 are already waiting in northern Mexico, many in precarious conditions in Tijuana, a sprawling tent camp has emerged along the world's busiest border crossing. In Reynosa, more than a thousand migrants are housed at a church-run shelter that often struggles to supply enough food. Most families there live in camping tents. Mexico's asylum-seeking is also coping with a surge of of applications. By the end of November, the country's refugee agency had registered 123,187 applicants for refugee status, 75% more than in 2019 and previous historical high, according to Andreas Ramirez Silva, head of the agency. During the 2021 fiscal year that ended in September, U.S. authorities took more than 101.7 million migrants into custody along the Mexico border, an all-time high.
that brings us to the end of this article. Again, from the Washington Post by Nick Miroff and Kevin Seif. All articles, of course, can be found in the description of this podcast below. And we'll get into the last article for today's episode from CNN right after... Oh, right. Ooh, ooh, we got a movie I had to get to. Okay, cool. Uh, so we'll get in that article right after this message. Eddie Murphy. Hi, I'm Aki. Arsenio Hall. Ah! Eddie Murphy. That's a Arsenio Hall. I feel good. The most outrageous surprise of the year is the most hilarious movie of the summer. I want to tear you apart. Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. And your friend, too. Are all coming to America. A comedy in disguise. Rated R. Now playing at theaters everywhere. We now go to the last article for today's upload. And, you know, I've talked a lot of shit. I'm sure I may have said one or two things that I'll have to issue a correction for in this admittedly half-awake episode. Honestly, it's all been a blur. But you spent this blur with me today, and that means everything to me. I think. But with all the shit I've talked, there was no one else I could end this episode with other than CNN, right? The leftoids have been screaming and crying and raging about the remaining Mexico policy to the point where they even manipulated old articles and old facts and lied about the origins of a bunch of different pictures they use for propagandistic purposes. And there is perhaps no site, no news group other than CNN, who did the most of these horrible violations of trust. And what can I say? I love a good fucking cope and seethe. Nothing makes me happier than a good fucking cope and seethe. It's my favorite phrase, too. Just be playing an online game, fucking whooping ass people, raging at you, saying you're, you're using bots, you're modding when you're just all natural, you're a natty, you're just whooping ass as a natty, you're doing your best, people throwing a fit, saying you have to be cheating to be doing that good, and you're just like, cope and seethe, bitch. Cope ah, and seethe. This article, Remain in Mexico program, restarts feeling frustration among immigration advocates by Priscilla... Alvarez and Geneva Sands. Geneva, you got some sand somewhere? Ah, that's okay. So does Brian Skelter. The Biden administration relaunched the Trump era border policy known as Remain in Mexico on Monday. Kicking back into gear, the program allowing officials to send non-Mexican migrants to Mexico to await their U.S. immigration court hearings. You heard that. Remember when I was saying earlier that the remaining Mexico policy didn't just apply 
to people who spoke Spanish. But, all, but those two previous articles were saying, oh, it targeted people who speak Spanish from Spanish-speaking countries. See, even CNN has to say it. Program allowing officials to send non-Mexican migrants to Mexico to await their U.S. immigration court hearings. I'm sure at one or two points you were thinking, hmm. James says some of the that neither of these articles is saying is true. Surely he's mistaken. Surely, don't call me Shirley. Damn it. Well, uh, I should have said don't call me Shirley, but I fucked up the quote. By the way, uh, random side tangent here. Just go. Uh, you should go see. Uh, recently rewatched Airplane. Great movie. Leslie Nelson. Mwah. Greatest president we've ever had. Under the Trump administration, thousands of migrants were subjected to the program. Formerly known as the Migrant Protection Protocol. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things I fucked up. I, I said Migrant Protection Program in the last article. I was saying, uh, is a little redundant saying MPP program because in that Migrant Protection Program program. So, nope, I, that, yep. Correction. Migrant Protection Protocol. And resided in makeshift camps along Mexico's northern border, often in squalor and dangerous conditions. President Joe Biden pledged to end the program and began the process of admitting those migrants who had previously been subjected to it. But a federal judge in Texas disrupted those plans when he ordered the administration to revive the policy. The Biden administration had pledged to make important changes as part of the restart, such as improving access to lawyers. Uh, currently, there is a limit of 30 people enrolled in the pro- in the policy per day in El Paso. According to Customs and Border Protection, enrollments are expected to increase as the policy expands to other locations along the U.S. Me- the U.S.-Mexico border, including San Diego, uh, Telexco. Nogales, Eagle Pass, Luario, and Brownsville. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Monday that the Biden administration, Monday, yesterday, by the way, administration still feels the program is insufficient and humane. Quote, we did not eagerly re-implement it, Pisaki said. Those changes haven't haven't quelled concerns among advocates. It's lipstick on a pig, but still a pig, said Sue Kenny Falzer. Falzer? Director of Border and Asylum Network, H-I-A-S. Quote, MPP is just plain inhumane. It's a little less inhumane, perhaps, but it's still inhumane. Now that it's here and we have no choice, we're going to figure out a way to get service to people. Wait. Hold on. Rewind that shit. Bitch, what? It's just plain inhumane! Perhaps a little less inhumane than... Not having it, but still inhumane. Really? Did anybody else catch that? 
director of the Asylum Network, H-I-A-S, quote, MPP is just plain inhumane. It's a little less inhumane, perhaps. MPP is just plain inhumane. It's a little less inhumane, perhaps. But it's still inhumane. Now that it's here, we have no choice. Less inhumane than what? Wouldn't the implic- This is me just filling in the blank here, of course. But wouldn't the the thing that it's less inhumane than be not having it? Is that what you're saying, my love? My schnookums bookums? It's just evil. It's inhumane. It's less inhumane than not having it, but it, uh. Orange Man had his dirty little Cheeto fingerprints all over this policy. Now it's back. HIAS, along with other groups, refused to be included in a list of legal service providers put together by the Biden administration, arguing that it didn't want to be complicit with the return policy. So wait, the same... That's interesting development. By the way, this article is from today. This is from today. Just came out this morning. Everyone in the new program will have access to an attorney before and during their interviews about fear of returning to Mexico as well as prior to court hearings in the U.S. According to the Department of Homeland Security, making a change to how the policy previously operated. But attorneys say it's still unclear how migrants will reach them. And whether they have enough capacity to serve those who are subject to the policy. Quote, we have huge capacity limits. And don't want to be complicit in the restarting of MPP, said Linda Rivas. Rivas. Rivas? Rivas? Whatever. An immigration attorney who... Attorney and executive director of Las Americas Immigrant Advocacy Center. When they rely, quote, when they rely so much on the NGOs to make things happen, they try to justify programs that are inhumane and don't restore asylum. End quote. Asylum officers from Houston and Los Angeles field offices have been trained on the new quote, remain in Mexico policy, according to Homeland Security officials, who added trainings for other officials will occur throughout the week. Quote, DHS, Department of Homeland Security, closely, cor- uh, uh, closely cor- coordinating the court-mandated ma- uh, re-implementation of the MPP with the government of Mexico to address security concerns and operational constraints, DHS began the court-mandated re-implementation in one location today. 
For operational security reasons, DHS is not sharing details such as location of internal returns or number of individuals enrolled, a Homeland Security spokesperson said in the statement Monday. Last week, the union representing U.S. citizenship and immigration services asylum seekers (coughs) officers released a letter calling the Trump era program irredeemably We just read that. Quote, no matter how you improve this, it's still fundamentally wrong and violates our convention mandate, said Michael Knowles, a representative. Okay, so not that Michael Knowles. Okay. A representative of the American Federation of Government Employees National CIS Council 119. Referring to the International Refugee Convention's prohibitions on returning refugees to a territory where their lives or liberty may be at risk. In a statement, the round the round uh the round table of former immigration judges, which consists of fifty-one former immigration judges and members of the Board of Immigration Appeals criticized the Biden administration for resuming the controversial policy. Quote, tragically, to comply with with a most misguided court order, the Biden administration, which promised us better, is today not only resuming the program with most of its cruelty intact, but expanding it expanding its scope to now apply to nationals of all Western Hemisphere countries. The statement reads... And that is the end of this article, again, from CNN. Remain in Mexico program restarts fueling frustrations among immigration advocates by Priscilla Alvarez and Geneva Sands of CNN. All articles, of course, can be found in the description of this podcast. Now we come to the final thoughts on this episode, huh? I'm not surprised. Uh, we've touched on this topic on and off as it's traveled through the court system over the last four or five months already. It's really stunning how quickly this year has been rushing by, honestly. I, I still can't quite get over it. But, but, it, this isn't that, it's, it, it, like everything the Biden administration has done, right? You had the renting a moratorium put on, right? Biden was like, I'm going to extend it. Supreme Court said, you can't do that. It's unconstitutional. He's like, well, I'm not. I'm going to send it anyway. It probably won't stick. But, you know, it is what it is. It'll buy you a little bit of time till the courts finalize their decision and throw this out the fucking window. And this has been his pattern repeatedly. We saw it with the vaccine mandate where... Biden said, <clears throat> you know, if you have a hundred employees or more, you, everyone needs to be mandated to be vaccinated or you'll receive these, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines for every unvaccinated employee you have. And then there's a, a mask mandate. And the Supreme Court said, no, we're not allowing that. We're going to overrule that. Not, that. That's not happening. And Biden said, no, well, it, it's not, it's probably not going to stick around, but 
you know, carry on, get everybody vaccinated because we're going to make this make this a thing. Supreme, you know, OSHA just stopped. The Fifth Circuit Court said there will be no mandates for vaccines. Workplaces do not have the right or ability to obligate their employees to be vaccinated to work for them, and the government cannot mandate vaccines either. Was the Fifth Circuit's ruling. The only court you can go to after that to get a different ruling would be the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has already voiced, you bring this here, not only will we slap a mandate out of out of orbit, it will also open up Roe v. Wade to reevaluation. And that's where a lot of this Roe v. Wade talk has been coming from lately. The Supreme Court said, not only is there a current court case going on with the Mississippi, uh, or is it Mississippi? I'll, I'll have to do a... The reason I'm talking about it is I, I, I've been paying attention to other stories and haven't been following everything lately. I've also been having some technical issues, so it's like picking out the two most important stories a day, though if I can, I want to start recording just a blast. I might change my upload uh, schedule. I don't know yet. That's uh, that's where let's chat later on. Anyway, we see this time and time again with the Biden administration where they'll say, do something. In just the hopes that as many people get it done as possible before the final court decision comes through, or the governing body that actually should be making the calls in the very beginning steps up and then blocks them going forward. But by then, the people who already obeyed the decree are forever punished. It is what it is. Biden started talking about how he's going to have to resume construction of the border wall, and now the remaining Mexico policy is coming back. All at once, the left toys got what they wanted at the beginning of the year, but now as the year comes to a close, a lot of those, you know, executive orders Biden signed in the beginning of the year being reevaluated and thrown back at them. Biden's being forced to take a knee. It's like a Trump curse or something. A lot of the policies Trump had in place that Biden got rid of, Biden's had to bring back in some form or fashion under a different name or whatever. And with midterm season getting ready to kick off here in just a few short months... We're just seeing some desperate plays. And we're going to start seeing people trying to build up their offensive. It's going to be an interesting turn of events. With that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. This episode should be up at 8.30. Sorry for the late upload. You know, we're still dealing with technical difficulties here occasionally. We do our best to stay on top of them. But, you know, this is a small operation with very little profit behind it. That being said, thank you for listening to Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison, at the at the Sin Media Studios. And I wish you and yours a great morning. I will catch you guys later. Peace. Oh, uh, just because I realized I didn't mention it in the beginning, uh, that song in the beginning is uh, De Puerto Rito. By Rucka Rucka Ali. Uh, link to that video is in the description of this podcast.